You can almost predict within a percentile, I would say 100% certain that you're going to have a major terrorist attack in our country because of what they're letting into our country on the southern border. This section of the Mexico-Texas border is called Eagle Pass, and it's one of the most popular crossing locations for illegal migrants to get into the U.S. More than 300,000 people cross here every month. And Islamic, and they're being put in these countries deliberately. And you're right, they're military age. Every bit of this is by design. It's not just to, to create an imbalance. This is a deliberate plant of a fifth column in all the Western nations. That's exactly what this is. It's, mm-hmm. it, you got to call a spade a spade. And exactly, precisely what is needed to, 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 to basically have the Western nations come together and declare war on uh, the Middle East. It's exactly what is needed. And it's all by design. Here we have military helping migrants cross into the U.S. illegally. They've set up UN camps all over Central and South America that I covered today in great detail with investigative journalist Michael Yawn to bring them into the country. The same invasion strategy that was used on Europe in the last 15 years. This is all official. When you watch the congressional hearings, they never bring up State Department money funding over 70% of it. The UN funds 10%, Communist China funds on average 20%. So in a consortium of the U.S. government and Communist China and the UN, they built these giant refugee centers and fly people and pay them to come and then stage and invade the United States. Because if they built a UN camp in northern Mexico, it'd be too obvious. So they do it in Panama and other areas. And Biden's not just selling our border wall. He's opening gaping holes in it so migrants can march through. We had no terror, zero, for four years. All those people you see come in in the invasion, and it is an invasion, and many of them happen to be all male from 18 to 25 years old, perfect age for a soldier, 27,000 from China. Think of that. Are they building an army within our country? Could that be possible? Not even a secret. The playbook's been known. But in order to get the Western world to absolutely rise up in arms and to take up that nationalist, take up that that pride and all come together to fight a common enemy, it's going to take a catalyst. And Funky Prepper, that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing the elitist prepare the catalyst. That's what all this is about. It's all about putting all these cells out. This isn't a condemnation of Islam. This isn't a condemnation of people from the Middle East. It's not. This is cultures, races, nationalities being used as pawns by elitists. Uh, This is part two of what to expect in 2024 and what is really the next stage of the game and what Jason Brashears is referred to as the opening of the second seal. So credit to him for um, for decoding that. And it's, it's made it very clear that what we're experiencing in is a blueprinted program. And the blueprinted program is, part of it is the three world wars, but also that they're following this religious blueprint program. And it's interesting that um, those that are pushing forward with this the most as far as the flooding of migrants into America and into Europe is all being set up for the unleashing of the nihilists and what they called in um, Albert Pike's letter to Giuseppe Mazzini of the three world wars and the unleashing of the nihilists. You look at the three world wars. First of all, the status quo as it was before World War One was destroyed by World War One. They then change the status quo and they move on to the second world war. They destroy the new status quo and now they want to destroy this status quo and impose another one. 
And it was all described in a letter alleged to come from this man, Albert Pike, in a letter in 1871. This guy, Albert Pike, was a major, major Freemason, very high Freemason, uh, sovereign grand commander. And in this letter, which was revealed by this intelligence agent in the 1950s, he described three world wars. He described the First World War accurately, described the Second World War accurately. So we've only got the Third World War left. And what he said would happen is that there would be a conflict between what he called political Zionism and the um, Islamic world, which would draw in, like a vortex, more and more countries until it was a world conflict. He said that in the run-up to this Third World War, they would, quote, unleash the nihilists on the world. Mm-hmm. And nihilism is uh, defined as a political belief or action Uh, that advocates or commits violence or terrorism without discernible constructive goals. ISIS and these other terrorist groups do it too. What they called in um, Albert Pike's letter to Giuseppe Mazzini of the three world wars and the unleashing of the nihilist. Now, I'll go back to, I'll just do a brief mention that um, how these pieces kind of fell together for me um, and that Jason kind of put the, put the icing on the cake um, when he did his video about the opening of the first seal and the white horse and how that was all to do with COVID. Um, I'll put a link of his video under here because it's um, it's an exceptional decode and it's very hard to fault that he's right there and that the second or the red horse, um, with a horse meaning something that moves rapidly and that... Um, the horseman that's carrying the sword is what he said um, with the Greek translation of the decode with um, revelations being written by John in Greek that um, the translation of that sword is like machete or knife. It says great sword, but the syntax is inverted in Greek Sword comes first, then the word great comes next, but it's not great. Let me explain. The word sword in the Greek context is describing, uh, it's pronounced makira. And for those of you who know Greek, maybe you can correct me, but it's, it's mak, it's makaira or something like that. It's from, it's, it's a cognate of makira and machete. And and in Greek, it describes a very short sword or a dagger. That's not a weapon of war. That's a weapon of an assassin. Assassin. We're talking about sleeper cells, men of military Mm -hmm. age who have been put in all these Western nations. They are, they have been put in, they have been put in London. They have been put in England. They have been put in Wales, in Cornwall. They have been put in uh, Scotland. They have been put in Ireland. They have been put all over the United States. They have been put in Canada. Many are coming up through the southern border of Mexico as I, as we speak right now. They have been put in Norway, Denmark, Sweden. They have been put in France, Italy. This is by design. What we are seeing is the introduction and financing of a fifth column that is being put there for a very definitive purpose. That purpose is going to be short-lived. It's going to happen it's going to take off. It's going to be ubiquitous. It's going to involve the entire world because these cells have also been sent in China. These cells have been sent in India. And, and listen, this is not an attempt to take over. That's not what's going to happen here. Maybe the participants have been brainwashed into thinking that they're a part of a larger takeover type deal. But that's not. This, this is not what we have. And if we go to war with Iran, guaranteed sleeper cells activate. And when he opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, come and see. And there went out another horse that was red and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth Mm. and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. I've read so many Bible commentaries. They all say the same thing. This is World War Three. This is a this is. Of an epic war in response to the appearance of the Messiah. This is what all the Bible commentaries say, because they say the first horseman is the Antichrist instead of Christ. This is someone pretending to be the Jesus, pretending to be the returned God. And the second horseman is, is the response to 
the the conqueror of the first horseman. Guys, it's far from the truth. There's no connection here. This is an absolutely independent event that has nothing to do with the pharmaceutical companies. It has nothing to do at all with uh, uh, the medical stuff that went down in 2020, 2021. None of that. It's an independent event. But it's caused by the very same people because the very same people who own the pharmaceutical companies are the same ones that are orchestrating all these sleeper cells being put in all these countries. Have you vetted all of the people who have all of the 8.6, 8.4 million people who have come into our country illegally? Senator, you and I have spoken about this before. As you know, we screen and vet individuals. Have you, invented, we, have you vetted all of them? Senator, as you know, we screen and vet individuals whom we encounter. You haven't vetted all our, of them, have you? To go ahead and let this new attack happen. And a massive jihadi attack in America could be the way to bring in martial law and cancel the election. It's become very evident now, and it's very clear even within the mainstream and how they're using predictive programming on this, that there is going to be a multi-state terrorist attack that's going to be unleashed onto the West. And the whole point and my intention for doing this video is just like COVID, um, it's a drawing and a siphoning of our energy and how much that we we feed this when these events play out because they, even though we can create our own reality, there is part of the blueprint that must always go ahead. And this brings it to the point of is this conspiracy being run by a group of people that sit around in a room and make decisions? And on one level, yes, it is. But those people, especially when we're talking about Zionism, and um, the people that control Israel, that that's only one level of operational control. And as far as false flag terror attacks and all this sort of thing, that it has operationally been done by Mossad with all the major attacks, everything from Madrid, the London bombings, um, you know, MH17, 9-11, Bali, all these kind of things operationally that these things do have to take place and people sitting around a room. And what it is, is that the Jewish ideologues or the Zionists, what they truly are is they are transfixed on that energy of Yahweh, right? The Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war, a war for a common future. Today, we draw a line between the forces of civilization and the forces of barbarism. It is a time for everyone to decide where they stand. Israel will stand against the forces of barbarism until victory. I hope and pray that civilized nations everywhere will back this fight. Because Israel's fight is your fight. Because if Hamas and Iran's axis of evil win, you will be their next target. That's why Israel's victory will be your victory. But make no mistake, Regardless of who stands with Israel, Israel will fight until this battle is won, and Israel will prevail. May God bless Israel, and may God bless all those who stand with Israel. They are consumed by the ideology and belief of the divine right of kings, and that they're trying to play out this religious prophecy because they are hooked into one side of this blueprint. So anyway... As you're seeing the you're seeing the playing out of the Kalergi plan, which was laid out many decades ago, and also an aspect of the Greater Israel Project, and the whole point of what they're doing now, and the higher force that controls both the dark and light side, is they are going to destroy Zionism. And if you look at what Albert Pike said to Mussini, that he, the the point of the Third World War was was going to be to crush political Zionism and atheism and what he talks about bringing in the light of Lucifer. Now, I don't think that's going to happen to the point that people think either, but if let, let's have a quick look at um, <clears throat> what I discovered I did, um, listening to, not what I discovered, but listening to Ole Demigard's video, this is pre-COVID, and he came across a plan through the likes of people within NATO that they were planning a multi-state, multi-city terrorist attack. In an interview with Ole Demigard, 
about six months ago, and I asked him the question based on an interview he did in 2019. And what he uncovered was groups within NATO um, and um, others within the military intelligence were planning a multi-state, multi-city Muslim terror attack um, to be coordinated all over Europe and, and within the United States and other Western countries all on the same day. And then on October the 21st, I was, I was in an RV. We, we were, uh, I was touring. We had just uh, made a stop. And then I, I found the latest tweets where he said, in other words, but more or less what he said, we have now located, we have now logged in on 39 different locations. It would be London, Manchester, uh, London, Manchester, Paris, Barcelona, and Rotterdam, and Sweden. Uh, the, the time duration will be 36 hours, and the date will be October 23 and 24. So you're thinking they're, they're, they're planning to do a, a massive... I did not know. Yeah. I did not know, but when I put the, put it together, it's also that I, I, I mean, I've over the years, I've learned the lingo from, from many of these black ops, you know. So when somebody says something like that, and then who has been involved in at least Stockholm, but also it seemed to me like where he, where he has been, uh, that he could very well have been in the location coordinating some of the other stuff as well. We have now locked in, we've, we've decided on 39 locations, time duration, 36 hours, the date, October 23 and 24, and the locations as well. He said London, Manchester, Paris, uh, Barcelona, and Rotterdam. In my world, I was like, what on earth is that? You know, because to me, it sounded like if Either I completely misunderstand the whole thing and they're having like 39 coordinated meetings in these areas or security drills, if that is the whole thing. So, but within the time duration of 36 hours, or if he is the bad boy that I believe he is, then what on earth are they planning? This was on October the 21st. They said, we're going to go live October the 23rd meaning that I stumbled across this before it had been activated. Whatever that was, it would be in strategic positions, whatever that meant. I would say government building so that they attack themselves, so that would justify whatever. It would be like public places, train stations, bus stations, airports, water, uh, you know, knock out the... Uh, knock out the internet, knock out the water supply, what all of these things to make an absolute chaotic situation and all the time being pointed towards the Al-Qaeda, ISIS, whatever uh, uh, boogeyman they want to point at. You know? 39 is interesting too because they love yeah. the number 13 and it's three times 13 and everything has uh, been where is that? Yeah. sports stadiums, they're going to attack colleges, they're going to attack synagogues, they're going to uh, you know, shoot up mass gatherings. Uh, if they're given the order by Iran, if we go to war with Iran... They're going to play out a multi-level, multi-state, coordinated terrorist attack, and they're going to blame it on Iran. And I've been saying since the beginning um, beginning of the, the Ukrainian war, I've been saying it before that, but it was very obvious from the beginning of the Ukrainian war, the whole purpose of why they're showing you Ukraine and the money funneling that was going into Ukraine was that <coughs> Ukraine has been used. Now, I don't believe this is true, but this is a story that's going to come out. Ukraine has been used as a money laundering operation, and the money from Ukraine was going funneled through Ukraine into Iran to help the Iran nuclear program, as well as arming, um, um, you know, terrorist groups around the world. This is what they're going to say when this attack occurred. Meaning that I stumbled across this before it had been activated, whatever that was. So, so you, more, you went out doing a lot of interviews then, didn't you, at this time to, to get the word out? 
this this was exactly it because first when I when I really carefully studied this whole thing, I felt I think I'm onto something here. And if what I see here is correct, this could be bigger than 9/11. I mean, this could be. Can you imagine 39 attacks within 36 hours? Do you know how much that is? Just imagine you being at home and suddenly you start hearing in major cities around Europe. Boom, 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 Mr. Sandman. He called this out in 2019. So this is about five years ago. And what he what he discovered was these these groupings of people were planning to unleash um, these terror cells within Europe, and and to blame this on you know the so-called ISIS. But as things have developed in Israel, they're starting to show you even what they're talking about through the southern border that there's terror cells coming over. That Hezbollah and Hamas have tens of thousands of men and women as sleeper cells that are quote. Other than Mexican, that the Border Patrol list every month tens of thousands coming across the Texas and Arizona and California sectors, and it, it's an easy equation to predict that there's a wide probability uh, that Hezbollah and Hamas at some point are going to attack sports stadiums, they're going to attack colleges, they're going to attack synagogues, they're going to uh, shoot up mass gatherings uh, if they're given the order by Iran. If we go to war with Iran, Mr. Iran, accumulated here within a couple of days. President Biden has been president, and since you have been secretary, how many members of Hamas have come into our country across the southern border? Uh, Senator, I'm not aware of a member of Hamas crossing the border. We had no, think of that, no tariff for a period of four years, zero. We also had another thing. Last week, they had uh, numbers come out. And these numbers are hard to believe, even for me. But in 2019, our year, we had no terrorists coming into the country. As soon as Biden took over, we have record number of terrorists. So all those people you see coming in, the invasion, and it is an invasion, and many of them happen to be all male from 18 to 25 years old, perfect age mm-hmm. for a soldier. 27,000 from China. Think of that. Are they building an army within our country? Could that be possible? Okay, could that be possible? Coming in from Yemen, coming in from all over the Middle East, coming in from places. You really don't want to have too many people coming in. We have to be careful. Uh, but what they're doing is a horrible, horrible thing. You can almost predict within... A percentile, I would say 100% certain that you're going to have a major terrorist attack in our country because of what they're letting into our country on the southern border. Now we're seeing the blaming of Hamas and even Hezbollah. And what they're going to do is tie this to Iran and say that it was funded through Iran. Um, and there is aspects of people like Soros and stuff that are funding these people to come from Africa and the Middle East, down to down to Mexico, and then up through the U.S. border. Now, this could all co- coincide around Paris as well, and the Paris Olympics, and which they've chosen the <laughs> the symbol of the Paris Olympics to be this this weird kind of missile for the torch, and the symbol of the Olympics is the flame. So, um, and Jason's described here that um, the red horseman is also to do with fire, right? So. What what Ole Demigard found out is that they were going to blow up all these different like port cities and unleash people onto the public, and it's perfectly coincided around the time that they're allowing so-called anti-Semitism to be pushed in the public and in social media like we've never seen before, that they're not taking down any of these posts. The funniest thing is this one guy on Twitter that was saying a while back, uh, I live on a, a ground floor apartment and I hear Jews underneath me. <laughs> and everybody's like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, that's anti-Semitic. Exactly. And now he's like, I told you I wasn't crazy. <laughs> but this guy's was... <laughs> But what are they doing? Like, I, I heard that they hired people to build, like, this tunnel, and they were hanging out, and, like, the people would live there for, like, three weeks. These, like, migrant workers were just digging this tunnel, and they stayed there for three weeks. But what's the purpose of it? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know anything. 
I just know that there's tunnels and that this, this is one video of this guy coming out of the sewer. So he lifts a manhole cover, comes out of the sewer, and then he's fucking wandering around, this Hasidic Jewish guy. And everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing down there? <laughs> Can he come back like Bud Light? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. It's gonna take one album. Yeah. I think everybody's already back. Like, well, also, what better time to be mad at Jews? <laughs> That's a good point. But the truth is that we are fighting a war for the entire universe, for the free world. I always say, if Israel was not there, Europe will be next. Because these barbaric jihadists want to get all of us out of the region and want to get all of Europe out of its place as well. And the United States is next too. this idea that the Zionists are running the world, right, and that they're out of control and they're committing genocide in the Middle East, which they are, um, and that people are going to have to pick a side and that they're pushing the left people to, um, you know, the, the, the leftists have supported Muslim immigration, right, into the West for a long time. So people are going to be pushed and swayed in so many different ways. And I think it's all going to go um, to the US election to the point where people are going to be locked down and it's going to be lo it's going to be a lockdown for civil unrest. So if you also look at there's an aspect of that they are trying to expose the Obama administration, one faction of the occult. So you've got the dark and light occult and the light side of the occult, a faction of the military, which Trump represents, which are ultimately working on behalf of this blueprint as well. But they are, on one level, having a legitimate war. And this is what I've said before, too, that it's people go, oh, well, is Trump good or bad? But it's not. Trump is consumed by the light side of the energy, right, that he can't see beyond that. And then people like the Zionists are consumed by that Yahweh dark side of the energy, right? So they both believe, believe in what they're doing. But as far as exposing the Obama administration, you've got to go back to... Um, what they're showing with people like Huma Aberdeen and with Obama, when he was in, he was the one that started the Libyan war along with the French and NATO. And it was all to do with the drug, not the drug running, the arms running that was going from Libya. So this is all going to go back to the Benghazi event. And Benghazi has been exposed um by people that were actually involved um, in the event there and that they had direct stand-down orders by Obama not to go into the embassy and save save the ambassador and the rest of it. And it was because of this mass arms running that they were doing. Now, at, the, at this point, they, were, they weren't even talking about ISIS. They were calling ISIS Daesh and... Um, all these other names that, um, and then they developed and started, the media started calling them ISIS and then ISIL. I don't know if people remember this ISIL. And the ISIL is Islamic, Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant. And the Levant is the area of the Golan Heights and parts in Syria. So they're telling you that they wanted to take out Syria. And the Golan Heights, as we know, was taken in the Six Day War by Israel after Israel killed, um, the Americans on the USS Liberty. And then Trump gave, officially recognised the Golan Heights as part of Israel um, when he was in. So Trump moved, <laughs> he moved the capital to Jerusalem, which is a UN-declared international zone that is not um, to be run by anybody. So how provocative was that? And then officially recognised the Golan Heights. So we know that the Golan Heights was where ISIS fighters were supposedly getting treatment. So anyway, we know ISIS is a um, 
is a Mossad operation, right, of mercenaries, but it was all going back to Libya. And what they what they are trying to show you in a controlled disclosure is that Obama and people like Huma Abedin, which ties to Clinton, were working for the Muslim Brotherhood and that also Obama had ties to his mentor um, to do a communist, communist takeover of America. And this is why I think Michelle Obama is going to come in because it's going to expose, once they unleash these um, terror cells into America, that this was a long-time long Muslim Brotherhood um, plan. And this is also why they're going to tie into the Iran nuclear deal that Trump ended and then Biden brought back is because they were funding money into Iran for this staged event that could possibly happen this year. Um, so you can see where this is going. And this is this is part of, um, obviously, the Albert Pike blueprint. Yeah, it's, it's massively going to come down to the exposing of the Obama administration. But then look at, I, I put this clip in because this, I listen to Wano Saban sometimes because he kind of tells you what the blueprint is and where it's going, right? Because he has access to the blueprint and why they're doing this, whether you agree with what they're doing or not. I think he's someone that should be listened to. And what he says, and he's been saying for a long time, is there is a hand of God moment for America, right? They're all very America centric. But the people that are not religious and don't believe in God are going to have to come face this fact. So they're, they're, he's basically saying to you that there and that there's going to be a point where the people of America and the people of the world are going to be begging for divine intervention. Now, if you're asking for divine intervention, that is the point of you've lost all hope. There is no way, and you're starting to see this. You can um, you can see this everywhere now. People are going, we're so screwed. How the hell do you impact these systems of government and media and corporations? It's, it's all too big. How the hell are we supposed to make change within these, these systems of control? And they want to bring the population to the point where they can't see it. There's no other way out. And, and it looks like we're on the brink of death, right? And so what the, so he's saying that we, the, the people are going to, be on their knees to God, basically, and, and begging for divine intervention, in which divine intervention will be will be provided. Your progressives, I think people that didn't want to hear something they considered religious along these lines are going to be forced to uh, look at it. You know, there's a saying, there's no uh, atheists in the foxhole. Um, these moments ahead, the traumas ahead, are going to get more gripping. And I've said for several years that before this yeah, is thanks. over, um, it would be a near-death experience or like a near-death experience for America that people will see, you know, their their country uh, on the brink of destruction and some great peril that uh, drives people to reconsider their relationship with God Almighty. Um, will we make it? Will we survive individually and as the people? And I, I believe, you know, by the way, beyond 2024, that a um, this will be a year ultimately at the end where there's some great repentance, some great... Uh, uh, humbling of America before God, asking for divine um, intervention to save us. Now, I'm sorry, guys, but I really do feel like singing a song, to be honest with you, but um, that's my jovial side of me. What we're going to do, we're going to go for about 18 more minutes and we're going to have a call in. If not, I'm going to start Strange Days broadcast, this side south of the Mississippi, no doubt about it. And I believe that it lays the groundwork for the greatest revival in history, not just in America, uh, some move of God around the world, move of God now for several years. And uh, talking with uh, some of the people involved in that, and I believe that that's what's coming to America and that I saw a glimpse of what it looks like and how it will build out. And uh, the groundwork for that will occur 
beginning here in 2024 as the year progresses. Now, this is what I've been talking about for a long time, that this is the entire purpose of this agenda. And it's a very sick game because Trump, as far as like, say, look at the southern border. Trump could have finished the southern border, but he chose not to. He knew he was going out and he could have, fi he could have finished it and that we wouldn't have this issue. But what they're doing is they're playing politics on one level um, to allow this mass migration and go, see, look, look what Joe Biden did. He didn't finish the wall. Um, and then they can come in and, and, and see the problem. And it also, the reason it ties into the Obama administration too is because I don't know if people remember the Fast and Furious operation that came out um, with the arms running um, through the Obama administration and the CIA down into Mexico where they were trading, trading weapons for drugs as well. And it, it's the same thing that they were doing with Iran-Contra under the, the Reagan-Bush administration. So it's all historically tying all these things together, but it's very much to expose the previous administration. And um, because the leaks are going to come out about that, and this is why it ties into WikiLeaks too, because WikiLeaks showed the emails where Hillary Clinton said that they're giving clandestine support for ISIS. Um, Clinton is completely tied to the Benghazi thing where she... Um, she basically lied under oath about what happened in Benghazi. Um, and then, you know, the famous, he, we came, he saw, he died, the interview that she said, right? So it's all, it's kind of this sick fucking game. But why didn't Trump finish the war? Because they're, they're playing politics because they want to come in and be the saviour at the end of this, right? And the whole point, really, of what this is really about and, and the purpose for me talking about this is, to, is because that when they're going to play this hand of God moment, they want a destruction of all the Abrahamic religions and to build into a new religion. So, I mean, it's very, very blatantly obvious now what they're trying to do. And Trump's even come out and said, um, what did he say? He said there's basically a 100% chance that there will be a terrorist attack on United States soil and it will be because of these um, people coming over the southern border and the sleeper cells. You can almost predict within a percentile, I would say 100% certain that you're going to have a major terrorist attack in our country. Now, one thing about sleeper cells too, and Ole Demigods covered this really well to go back to his work, is what they did was like um, things like the, the Gladio operation that they had in Italy but had all throughout Europe after World War II is what they did after World War II um, that NATO set up in every country and every small community groups of sleeper cells that if there was a, supposedly, this is what it was set up for, if there was an invasion of the Soviets, that they could all communicate with all, all these different countries of people that aren't actually in the military but are working um, as cutouts for the military um, to, to have a defence mechanism if there was ever a Soviet attack. And so these people were weapons trained, <laughs> um, built underground bunkers, all these sort of stuff all around Europe that they could then <clears throat> use as a defence mechanism if Russia came in instead of um, just a military, that they would be a, a form of militia to be able to defend their homeland. And over time, as the Soviets became less of a threat and then eventually collapsed, that they, um, that these sleeper cells were, instead of being dismantled, were turned into um, things like the Gladio operation, and this was called the Stay Behind movement, and they become the terrorists of Europe, and that they NATO started using these groups um, to perform the the false flag terror attacks over time. And there's many cases of this in Italy and throughout Europe. And this has gone on to present day. And so what happens, particularly with these migrants that are coming from Africa and places like, um, like war zones like Yemen and other places that aren't particularly friendly to the United States on paper, that a lot of them are dissociatives. So what they can... And if you've seen the movie um, Divergent, right, this is where they can actually use mind control triggers on um, demoralised and dissociative people 
to then perform acts of violence and stuff once they're once they're giving given the trigger to go ahead. I mean, I think there obviously is going to be black op operators um, that are part of this, but then there's also going to be dissociatives. And if you think of the uh, the chaos that would happen if there was, uh, I think Ole Demigard said that he found that there was going to be 30, 36 different state attacks within so many hours or whatever. And you think of the mayhem that's going to take place there. And it's got the perfect description of... Um, <laughs> unleashing the nihilist that Albert Pike spoke about before they um, before the Third World War. So this would be the trigger point for the Third World War, would be un unleashing the nihilist. And the nihilists are just these barbaric people that are that are killing and have no no belief in anything, right? That are barbaric, um, that no one sees any intention for what they're doing. But they're going to show you that it's being funded by through Iran. And they're going to show you that the money was being laundered through Ukraine to go to Iran to then fund these terrorist cells. And this is why they're going to say that ISIS and that has been dormant for the last four or five years because they've been, they've been building up and waiting for this moment of attack. Uh, Iran was broke, so they couldn't do anything. That's why you didn't have terror then. You know, we had no terror, zero. We had no terror. After four years, I talk about it all the time now. We had a terror ban. We had a travel ban. And people said, oh, we don't want a terror ban. Oh, really? You want to let people come in for bed? We didn't have that. We got upheld in the Supreme Court. What I wanted, we had no terror. Think of that. No terror for a period of four years, zero. At the end of the day, it's just the next stage. It will come in real quick and it will go out just like COVID until we move on to the next step. But I don't want people to think that like, this, whole, this whole thing's going to be dismantled in the next year and nothing... Nothing is playing out to the blueprint plan. And again, if you are the anomaly, the anomaly is able to observe events and not be part of those events. So for the most part, this stuff is going to be happening on the TV screen. It's going to be, it's all going to be happening in the mind. Um, yeah, so for the most part, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's a psychological operation. And it's if you think about artificial intelligence too, and that they're playing out, the whole purpose of this is to play out um, a destruction and separation to bring back to unity. They're going to provide an opportunity for unity through destroying, right? So this is this is the side that is going about destruction that, that wants tyranny on Earth, that it looks like it's a takeover, and then the other side, who is legitimately fighting this side, is going to come in and provide a, a version of peace and love, right? And what that is, is that is a synthetic mimic of what is naturally occurring on the planet. There is a natural harmony and balance and zero point that we are coming to and what is a rebirth of humanity. And what they're attempting to do, because they know this natural energy, they're trying to override a natural unity that is already occurring and try to insert God into that um, not real creator, but trying to insert a version um, of unity that's going to come together and it's going to be unity through worship. And this is what Wano Saban is speaking about, right? Here progresses. I think people that didn't want to hear something they considered religious along these lines are going to be forced to uh, look at it. You know, there's a saying, there's no... Uh, atheists in the foxhole, their country uh, on the brink of destruction and some great peril that uh, drives people to reconsider their relationship with God Almighty. Some great uh, uh, humbling of America before God, asking for divine um intervention to save us and i don't think those guys are bad they are just consumed by that synthetic story they can't see beyond that and that's how i see it at the moment but as far as this plan happening in the next year or so i would say in the next year it looks like an absolute certainty and the whole point of bringing it up before it happens is that you are not emotionally pushed or pulled to either side and that you, be, you can become the anomaly and become the observer 
and actually take a different path besides the two choices and opportunities that they're going to present to you. And you can see, um, again, with like how much they're pushing, um, they're allowing <laughs> the so-called anti-Semites, which they're not, but <laughs> for lack of a better term and what the mainstream will use, they're allowing this to come out, right? And then things like in Victoria where they're banning the Hitler salute and um, really promoting groups like Tom Sewell's group where they would come to these events and trying to tie the so-called right wing or the populist or people that are starting to wake up to certain things and they're going to push them into the Nazi camp, right? And then, you, and then you've got the left that is supporting the Islamic side and it's just going to be this absolute shit show of emotions. Um, and we really need to get beyond this whole point that the Zionists run everything. Again, on an operational level, yes, they do. And it was very disappointing to... Um, like, I, I really like Bobby Kennedy and a lot of what he stands for. Um, and he actually he had a go at Trump for Trump's um, inaction on COVID, um, him not following... Not, not going to the people when he went for lockdowns and obviously promoting and pushing through Operation Walk, Walk Speed with a vaccine. And he's excellent on all those things and he's excellent in targeting the CIA as he knows that's who killed his father and his uncle. But again, he, he, today he just spoke about PNAC and the project of the New American Century Don't trust me. and that how they wrote this document with the the year before 9-11 no with people can. like Richard Pearl and... Uh, Paul Wolfowitz and Doug Zakheim and Rob. I don't know what rabbit hole he's going to get down with this character, but I don't trust him, to be honest with you, at all. I'm Emmanuel and all these hardcore Zionists in America, but he won't point out that the project for the New American Century and Green the Greater Israel Project and 9-11 and that all these wars in the Middle East has been operationally done by Israel and that 9-11 was done by Mossad. Because he's up so their he, ass, he, it's, it, like he's, it, it's so frustrating that if you want to follow any of these people, mm -hmm. which you shouldn't be, it's like Bobby Kennedy, he's, he's almost got, he's got it all there, right? But then no, he has to support Israel. Mm -hmm. And this tends to be the theme that you see with all of them. They're obviously like things that Trump Zionist did, like pulling Trump. out of the Paris Climate Same Accord. with Trump. Look at his um, shenanigans in the background. Taking right. down a lot of the red tape. But then Trump will support Israel. And, mm -hmm. and like like he did, like supported the Golan Heights and they moved to moved to Jerusalem. And it's because it's not even the, it's not even that they do support Israel, but they're, they're playing a later game, right? It's all this fucking stupid game. And I'm, I'm at the point where I don't want to, I've been at that point for a long time, but we are not fucking, we are not fucking pawns um, in their stupid little game. And all that game is, it's actually built in off a hierarchy and it's a hierarchy of we know best, right? And that the end justifies the means. That's what it's all about. That they think that we are children, that we can't handle this. And it, it's any, it's completely the opposite, right? That they are they're consumed by an energy of playing out a means to an end and a certain agenda and to bring in a form of light that they want. And the anomaly doesn't take either side, right? It can see that there is a, there is another path from the two that they are going to present to the population. But anyway, just to go back, that the unleashing of the sleeper cells, this is what Ole Demigard uncovered in 2019, and it's amazing that five years on from, from the plan that he uncovered, he may have got the time wrong, but it very much looks like that is what is going to occur. So, and what they've done in Australia too, that they've flooded all these migrants into America and Europe, but the scale of immigration, so I think they've allowed 8 million illegal immigrants into America in the last, last few years. Now, in Australia, we're, I think we're allowing 600,000 legal immigrants Five. to come in in the next year or two. And on a percentage basis of um, the Australian population compared to the Americans, we're actually, we're actually um, homogenising and destroying the culture of Australia, but we're doing it in a legal way. So, so you know, they do, didn't even need an illegal border invasion into Australia to, to flood and dilute the culture um, of Australia, and it's very sick to, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's really sick. And I mean, if you, if you go into any major city in, in, um, Melbourne and, um, 
you know, Sydney and that in Australia now, they, um, they're nothing like even like what, what it was like when I was a kid. Right. And it is, it is a destruction of the culture. And there, there is some, there's, people think there's no culture in Australia. And this is why we, we're going to have all this debate and shit come up around Australia Day again. But there is a, there is a very beautiful and unique culture that is, you know, I don't even want to call it white Australia, but you know, that, that European lineage that is in Australia that has formed its own culture over hundreds of years. And that is being diluted and it's not being diluted for the best interests of anyone, black or white. So, um, yeah, we're just going to have to see how this plays out. And for me, it's just, um, it's exciting, I guess, that we're moving on to the next stage. But don't be emotionally pulled um, into the two areas that they want you to. So, good times. It's where it gets sinister. Lots of these migrants were moved into ex-Ministry of Defence training camps, which the military use. Yes. We have already seen videos and all sorts of things where veterans here in the UK have been covertly operating to study the movements of what was going on in these retired MOD camps. Here is the second horse of the apocalypse. John in Revelation 6 lets us know that the one introducing this horse is the second beast. The Guys, that's the end of that one. There's no doubt about it. I'll catch this all on Strange Days coming up. That is for sure. That is for sure. Opposites too give illusion of choice, but we'll own both sides. Control opposition so we never lose. If they want a leader, then we will supply. They'll turn on each other, we'll make sure they do. Violence and wars they will want, they will plead. Anger and fear is the weapon we choose. The solution is fighting, is what they'll believe. The hate will be blinding, they'll turn on their neighbors, bathe in their blood and they'll do it with gust. We'll make them believe that their comrades are traitors, we'll fuel them with anger, disdain and disgust. Over and over we'll put in their heads, their friends are the enemy and they should be scared. Over 